Hello and welcome to Snacks, a bite-sized pod where we discuss news, trending topics, behind-the-scenes updates and things that have caught our, atten- caught our attention. Oh, I'm stumbling my way through on a Wednesday. Stumbling all the way. <laughs> Today's uh, Hump Day Headlines. Hump Day Headlines, and we've got a massive, massive 10 minutes lined up for you. Um, Rob's going to go through a bit of the rundown, because he always does, and he likes it. I do, I do like it. So we're going to kick off talking about our live show. Uh, tickets are on sale, two shows one night, 170 Russell, Yasmin Pool, Erica Gerards, uh, Alex Zachariah, the future of Australian business. Yeah, Friday it is, so it's a Friday night, so after work sips, um, bring the crew down. I think you can book tables of four, tables of two, all that sort of jazz, so get on to Mosh Ticks and grab yourself a ticket before they're all gone. Because we want, we want to see you guys there, and I think that for what we've done on the podcast and the community that we're trying to build is it's not we're going to be like, hey, we're up on stage, you don't get to talk to anyone. It's more going to be come experience the show, ask questions, be involved. It's going to be interactive. Uh, you're going to have an opportunity to get your thoughts in front of some of the people who are, like I mentioned in the last pod, in the driver's seat, taking us out the other side of the crazy times that we live in. Like, fuck networking events. If you've gone to these techno- technology like networking events and stuff like that, all well and good. This is just going to be that on steroids. It's going to be a fucking rock show, you know? So, I don't know. Just get your ass there. We want to see you there. We want to see you there. So, get involved. Bring some other people in. Even if they might not listen to the pod, it's, it's an opportunity for them to get an insight and kick off the year for 2021. Like, I think a lot of people looked and like, we've... The economy retracted for the first time in however many years. We hit, we went into a recession last year. Um, things are starting to come back to normal. Uh, workplaces are starting to plan for back into the office. Um, things are starting to open back up. The world's starting to open back up. There's still, but then again, there's 100 million cases of COVID that's got announced worldwide. We just hit that target. But well, job seek it, is still running until it's only running till March. So there's a lot of industries now that will be heavily affected uh, this year um, without that support and payments by the government. So even if you are in that sort of uh, industry and you want to learn more skills or just think about what, what else is out there, it's a good chance to come and meet some new people um, and get the ideas and inspiration flowing. That's it. Let's let's hear the heartbeat of what we're doing. Oh, I like that. Like oh, that? let's put that on a t-shirt. Yeah, that let's hear t- the heart... What was it? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> hey, tell us, who did we record with last night? Uh, Stanley Bicknell. Um, he's probably the best drummer, or he's definitely the best drummer we've ever met. Um, he's fucking cool, isn't he? Thanks, Tammy, for hooking that up, by the way. He was, honestly, I think we said to him at one point during our conversation yesterday, Stan, you got me feeling like I want to run through a wall. Yes. Fucking head first through a door. Oh, bro. The way, the way, how he trusts his process on creativity and how he says yes to opportunities and the reason why he is as successful as what he is is because of his mindset and the way he operates. So he, he breaks down everything in the pod dropping tomorrow. Um... I don't know. You don't even have to be into music to fucking love this. This is just a pure mindset fucking I didn't know great was, chat. I didn't know it was going to be like that too. I know. You're not a music man and it does, didn't matter, did it? No, no. It honestly didn't matter. The fact that I was just more, like I was so energized from talking to Stan and hearing his process, his routine. Like he made me feel like I needed to step up a bit. A little bit. Everything. But he, but he made me feel on the right track too. Yeah, you he, know was, I mean? he made me feel safe. He did. I just wanted to give him a big cuddle. Stan, if you're listening... Um, we're excited to release your pod, man, because you, you have a story worth listening to. You have a mindset worth sharing. You can bring people along on the journey, and we're, we're just, we feel very grateful that you had a chat with us. And, and you know, hopefully we're friends, friends forever. Friends forever. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's jump onto Hump Day headlines. Yeah, well, 
we're, a former guest is just what, what? What's how much has he raised? He's went through a raise. Um, so on the this has come out last week. Agroweb Agroweb secures thirty million in Series B funding as twenty twenty one brings fresh opportunities for uh, Aussie agricultural tech. We've uh, big, big Kevin Baum. We've had him on the pod before. Uh, I flicked him a message a couple of days ago. No wonder why he hasn't got back to us because he's probably having having a, a bath full of cash. <laughs> That's just exciting to know that the people we're getting on are just. Doing things, doing big things, and we we said after we spoke to Kevin that uh, like that ag, Aussie ag tech and where you think the three things that always stand out to me is food, energy, and water, and he's in there helping Aussie farmers bring him into the into the digital world, and to, the fact that they've uh, they've been having a crack now since I think they kicked off in 2015. They've had another, they had their Series A round back in 2018, but. They've raised 30 mil at a valuation of over $100 million, and they're only just getting started. And we pick his brain about how that all unfolded for AgriWeb and, and the story of that. So if you're interested in hearing about um, Kevin and his journey with AgriWeb, go back and have a listen to that one. But huge fucking news. We'll probably share that on LinkedIn as well, I reckon, and just I think so. tag the big boy in it, huh? Oh, 100%. I just want to, uh, talking about giving cuddles, I want to give Kev a cuddle too. That's, that's a impressive stuff, isn't it? Oh, he, he's just... He's an impressive human, isn't he? He's an he? impressive human. They're an impressive company and they're obviously doing big things and they're going to be rewarded for it. It's, I'm excited to watch their space in 2021. Their team's obviously going to grow. They're going to put out more different uh, different versions of different products. Um, it's just exciting, exciting stuff. And he's a good bloke, isn't he? He is. He's just a good, good dude. Old Kev. Big uh, Kev. Another one that caught my eye uh, is... The owners of Stone and Wood potentially listing on the ASX. That's fucking crazy. It's just weird, isn't it? Stone and Wood were the first like beer brand, I reckon, that really had like a, a brand behind it, like a different sort of flavour than the old traditional beer companies, I think. And now you look at Bolter and all these other craft beers coming out. But I think Stone and Wood's sort of the OG, at least like, I don't know, big in, in terms of like, you know, big society thing and i don't know what i'm trying to say but but they've got they're prevalent they're only just one of their brands that they own under they're obviously the larger umbrella but stone and wood you just i went from never hearing about them and then all of a sudden every single pub we went into had stone and wood on tap it's like they just said fuck it everyone's getting it and they're gonna it's the attention game isn't it it's where you are they they were fucking everywhere they got it they honestly they went from i'd never heard of them and then all of a sudden within a few years every single pub you went to if you didn't have stone and wood on tap you just every hipster was drinking them weren't they oh you Uh, love you love i loved them and then they didn't get cool and then i stopped drinking them and now they're cool again if they list on the uh asx i'll I'll drink them all the time as soon as soon as lock started seeing them on on tap in pubs he he stopped drinking them yeah i was like they're they're way cooler in in the stubbies (laughs) in the back alley sitting on the crates oh my god these wankers huh can't believe they're putting it on tap they sold out man my old man loved Asked about that, he goes. I, he goes. I still can't believe people pay to go out for meals and sit on milk crates. He still, he still, he still can't figure it out. Oh. Go get a chair. You know? I'm paying Man, for a meal and his I'm hips sitting. Are on... Fucked though. He wants some cushion on them fucking bionic hips. Yeah, he, huh? He's got two. He's two a fucking hips. tin man. All right, hey. Moving on. Last one for the day is over the weekend on uh, on Sunday. Conor McGregor pulled back on the UFC gloves and mm. jumped back in the octagon. And I think it was when he competes the world stop stop he's one of the biggest sporting stars in the world but he lost he did lose dustin just fucking smashed him didn't he he, he kicked his leg i was i actually before i even seen the fight because i was trying to, there's that's another story we'll get into but um i'll just watch the replay or whatever after i heard the interview from both of them uh post post match or post fight 
he's an impressive human, isn't he, Dustin? The way he spoke and how he, they respected each. I don't know. It was something I've never seen before. I, I reckon he's just destined for big things, like 100%. Even the way Conor McGregor spoke after his loss, he's just a class human, isn't he? 100%. And from a, from a content perspective and um, <clears throat> technology and streaming, this they went hard as. So the UFC, uh, for those who don't know, have a mass, massive issues with illegal streamers. So similar to piracy, piracy issues where people have threads up where you can live stream the fight that people haven't paid. So this is all behind paywall type of stuff. And they uh, they went with ESPN Plus, I think was their main provider we had to pay uh, to pay to get through. And they had massive dramas because this is the first time they've really gone hard where like there was threatening legal action against anyone who was even caught watching a live stream. Didn't Dana White say something? Yeah, he said something. Dana White said something. But what ha- what ended up happening is there was so much demand on the app that people had paid up to 70 to 90 bucks for this stream and it was just crashing. Really? So it's just going to be interesting. Well, so people paid and then they couldn't even watch it or it yeah, was like stop starty. It was stop start or they missed um, some of the early fights they couldn't get they couldn't get to watch. because Did they all get refunds then or not? <laughs> you reckon Dana White's giving them a refund? Well, probably not, no, but you'd feel a bit ripped off, wouldn't you? Just watch it on Facebook Watch or whatever Facebook it is, Facebook Watch, it? no. You, you're you're like... used to sending me all them codes, aren't you? You're the, you're the streamer, aren't you? Hey, catch me if you can, mate. <laughs> catch me if you can. Hey, uh, we're going to wrap up, finish, another reminder, live show, 12th of Feb. Um, Get your tickets before they're gone. That's it. Find a table, of find a few mates to bring along, come, have a chat, have a beer, mm. have a listen, ask some questions, get involved. Love it.